0: Yo, Pierre, you wanna come out here? In <laughs> New York, I'm I didn't have my socks, running from a and I shoot at up. And I'm on a block. Midlife surfer, podcast listener. How the heck are you? My name's Jeff. I'm a small wave lover. I'm a Craigslist scroller. I'm a blah 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 blah. 41-year-old fledgling podcaster. I'm a Val. Only been surfing about 10 years. Got a long way to go. But anyway, this podcast is uh, more or less a verbal surf journal. <laughs> Verber, verbal surfer journal. That kind of rhymes. Anyway, you know what this pod's about. Here we are again. I'm saying hi to you. Taylor Lobdell, Surf Vival. Uh, thank you for uh, coming back on the pod or coming on the pod uh, for the first time. That was a cool episode. I thought he was a really, uh, really friendly dude. And I got uh, some feedback from some listeners saying they, in fact, joined Survival League and um, uh, made it, uh, entered a team name, uh, Midlife, which is rad. So thank you for doing that. You know, you're likely going to lose, and I am too, but uh, it does give you a reason to pay attention to WSL, as I mentioned before. And it could be the events occurring at the time of this publication sensation. I picked Kelly for Pipeline because I just want to surf Vive. I was talking about this with another listener and, you know, I, get, I think I'm just too lazy to map out all of the WSL events and then, you know, assign the, the appropriate surfer for it. It's more f- easy if I just uh, look the event head on and say, yeah, Kelly's going to do that. Kelly's going to make it into the round of 16, past the round of 32. I don't even know what events coming after pipe. I'm not hardcore on this stuff, you know. Um, not too hardcore of a sports fan as much lately, last five, six years, probably fatherhood maybe really kind of quells that fire a bit in me. Used to be nuts about the Niners and the Giants, Fresno State basketball, Fresno State football. I used to love that stuff. I still love it, but I don't follow it that, uh, fanatically as they say, although I did go to a 49er game with Jason, who you also heard on the pod, uh, who described his trip to Baja with his family. Uh, We, let's see, Uh, it was dumping rain, Niners had an opening playoff game against the Seattle Seahawks, they kicked the shit out of them too, which was great, and I had yet to be to a football game at Levi's Stadium, Levi's Stadium located in Santa Clara, California, bucolic Santa Clara, California. Santa Cruz, uh, for reference sake, is about, I don't know, half hour south of Santa Clara, and San Francisco is about 45 to an hour north of Santa Clara. So the San Francisco 49ers play an hour south in Santa Clara in a very, um, not neutral, I would say stale, soulless stadium. It, uh, it doesn't have much soul. Although when well, the Niners are good, and I got to say, uh, this uh, forthcoming experience had some soul to it. A lot of good Niner fans. Not, just not a big NFL guy. Kind of, um. oh, I don't know. I got other stuff to do. But anyway, so it was dumping rain. And I saw a headline that uh, Niners tickets were like half off for a playoffs game. And I don't know why, but I was just inspired to go. So I, uh, I told uh, my wife, I said, you know, I kind of want to do this thing, you know. Uh, look at this. These tickets are like a 110 a piece. There are some pretty sweet tickets, too. She said, do it. I said, all right, Cool. And I thought, I might just go solo. I like going solo. I'll go, I'll do it. I'll take in a movie solo. I love seeing movies solo. It's been a while though. Saw the Foo Fighters once solo. Seen some, uh, seen some shows solo. Also, um, surfing solo, right? I mean, that's preferred more often than not. And uh, so I was game to go solo, but of course, I wanted to share the experience with my buddy Jason, so I texted him, and he's not a big football guy at all, although he played some football in high school, so he's got that on me, but he was up for it. That's what I like about Jason. He's kind of like a, he's, he says yes, and that, you know, he's a yes guy, and I, I don't mean that in a disparaging way, like a yes man, but he's, he's, he's yes to an opportunity, good way to live life, being in yes mode. Anyway, Jason, joined me. And uh, shoot, next thing you knew it, we're in his family SUV heading north to Santa Clara. And we parked like two miles away. It's one thing about not traveling with my family or my wife or my kids is like when you're just with a buddy, you could just park two miles away. You know, like this looks good right here. You want to just walk from here? Yeah, let's go. You know, you're nimble. And it, indeed, it rained on the walk there, kind of more of a drizzle. But this was during the, oh, the malaise. The malaise, the uh, barrage of rain that came our way, that's probably why I was eager to go get some community, to go see the Niners win or something. I needed I needed that serotonin hit, man, because, god dog it, it got depressing. Just the constant rain, everything just wet, the soppy grass, soppy shoes, soppy skies, everything wet, and it was still wet. Um, although it kind of cleared up in the second quarter. (laughs) The skies parted and uh, some sun shined. We enjoyed the Niners game. 49ers kicked the Seahawks ass. For my friends overseas, I assume you know who the 49ers are and what American football is, so I'm not going to patronize you and describe it. So I did that a couple weekends ago. Um, Niners could be in the Super Bowl at the point of this um, publication. Not sure yet. At the time of this recording, the Niners have uh, Philadelphia in a day or so. It is Friday morning right now, 6.06 a.m. This is my one window to record to you because I wanted to get something here. So, the following weekend I saw the Jizza. Do you know Wu-Tang? RZA, Jizza, Old Dirty Bastard, Inspector Deck, Raekwon the Chef, You God, Ghostface, and M.E.T.H.O.D. man. Even Cappadonna up in this. Come on. We're my real Wu Tang fans <laughs> uh I loved Wu Tang when I was fifteen fourteen years old. everything about everything about it the real lo fi production quality of the RZA. uh I like all the characters, and their lyrics are dense and hard to follow and sometimes in, intangible, but one thing I didn't like I did like about them was yeah, they cussed and you know, they're vulgar occasionally and stuff, but rarely rapped about sex or, I mean, to be fair, they talked about drug running and money laundering. And I'm sure murder was a theme occasionally, but it was more kind of in a not mafioso way, but cartel kind of big picture, uh, you know, money moving organized crime context. It wasn't gratuitous uh, is, is the word I guess I'm looking for. You know, now like, shoot, man. I, I mean, I love some of the stuff that's, that's out today, but it's just so like, just straight up in your face sex and then in your face murder. And, uh, and these, this, this, this hip hop generation is killing each other. And, you know, these words that they do now have consequences. Uh, where Wu-Tang was living in this almost kind of fictional construct um, talking about kung fu movies and just these um, themes that would reoccur throughout the music. And anyway, the jizza was among the founding members and he is 56 years old now. And he, uh, I saw advertised at the Catalyst in downtown Santa Cruz, he was performing the album Liquid Swords. Do you know Liquid Swords? Liquid Swords was my first my buddy, Ben, Ben, if you're listening, I know you are down in Huntington beach. Now he recorded liquid swords for me on tape, CD to tape, brought it to me. I was 15. I was a sophomore in high school. And, uh, I just, I, I literally never heard anything like it, which was pretty rad. So, um, I wanted to see the jizza and my, I got, I bought three tickets and yeah. And I brought uh, Ryan Lynch of timber surf co Ryan Lynch. Glassing a twin pin for me right now. He's a good man. I'm stoked on, on giving this board a shot and uh, it's going to be a nice one. But um, And I'm going to surf it so well. And then Bucky, who you heard on our Baja trip. Bucky's a young man from the Monterey area and he did not know Wu Tang like I do and like Ryan does. Although Ryan's younger than me, I'm, it's impressive that he was down for the cause. But Anyway, the show was underwhelming. The DJ, uh, the show was underwhelming. To start, they did not do Liquid Swords, start to finish. (laughs) You know, I mean, if you know the opening of Liquid Swords, when I was little, there was a great, my father chopped off the heads of a thousand samurai warriors, something like that. And then the beat hits and it's this cool soulful ah, jumpy you know when the MCs came yo anyway it's a great way to start a show it would get the crowd jumping. and the tone was set when the dj stepped on stage and just was was just texting a lot and then he yawned and, uh, you know, it was a reminder like, oh yeah, this is a grind. Where are these guys? We're like Sacramento yesterday and then they're going to Seattle tomorrow. They're Vancouver and, you know, it was just the stage was DJ and then Jizza came out. Everyone clapped and they, d- I, and they didn't do the first track of Liquid Swords, which immediately was a tell. That's a tell that this is not going to go according to plan, but that's okay. Still very grateful to see the guy. He did just fine. Seems like a nice man, very smart guy. Uh, you just gotta, you just gotta respect him. We pushed up to like the second row, but the DJ kept yawning through the night, and then he got on the mic and kind of like complained about the smoke. Dude, I want my DJs like just telling you, put your hands up, put your hands up, put your hands up. We'll take care, ain't nothing to muck You know, like that's what I want. The DJ should be your the base, the the baseline of the rock man. The 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 backbone of the performance when it comes to a hip-hop show because truthfully all the jizzes verses you know the, the the music doesn't necessarily translate into a, a great live format um so all of his you know lyrics are you know i don't know you know and it's it's the instrumental and the, the bass too there wasn't enough bass it didn't hit like i wanted to I'm a 41-year-old man, you know, when I put my kids to bed and I go out to see an aging hip-hop act, I need the bass to hit. Had a good time, though. It's nice to go out occasionally. I recommend you do it. And uh, the Catalyst, don't sleep on the Catalyst, downtown Santa Cruz. I'm a fan. And then the next, so we stayed out till like twelve fifteen, twelve thirty, 12.30, and uh, I committed... Bucky and I conspired to surf the next morning, so we did, And uh, but we surfed sunrise, and I was on freaking three and a half, four hours sleep, family was asleep when I got home, slid into bed, took for ages to, you know, I've, not before I pounded some apples and peanut butter, big glass of milk, then I woke up at five, and got back after it, we went to the lane, and uh, you know, uh, hollowed, famous Steamer Lane, and I've had some good sessions there. Don't know that break like um, it's not my spot. I'd say Surfed there with Alex of Oroco a handful of times. Took out my big eight o egg most of the time, and I've had fun, specifically at that middle peak there. And it looked fun from the steps. And Bucky's a really good good surfer. Uh, I'm not and. We paddled out, and as I'm paddling out, I'm on the shoulder. I'm like, oh, yeah, there are some waves. And it was chest high, head high, humming. And um, I proceeded to get out there, get, you know, at the peak or so I thought where the peak was. And then the thing about the lane, if you surfed it, middle, middle peak, if it breaks outside and you can't get out there, good luck. It's like a freaking avalanche of water. You almost wish it just like threw and pounded, so you could, you know, get beat and then have a respite on the backside of that wave. But it when it's coming at you, that white water, and that white water is like an avalanche. And there was some push and there was some swell. It was a west northwest. I mean, it was at, I think it was like seven feet at, you know, I don't know, seventeen seconds or something. I should have known better. Anyway, it pushed the shit out of me. I got beat up out there. Over and over again. I mean the four, five, six wave sets, watching my buddy just take off gracefully. See ya. And uh and then I'm like, oh fuck, there's one way out there. <laughs> there's my big gadoche. I got a I got a uh a review on the pod. It was the first negative review I received, and that's okay. I don't mind at all, actually. I get a kick out of it. I feel like, I feel like if you're not getting a negative review, you're not, you're not doing it right, you know? I'm, I've, I, I feel like when I read the negative review, I I arrived. Yeah, man. Anyway, I thought I printed it up, but you could leave me a review too. Basically, it was a one-star I want to say the guy's username, but whatever. He said, you lost me at the swoosh sounds on the, uh, on the episode, alpha kook. Cause I think there, were, <laughs> I, first of all, I'm proud of alpha kook. I, I want to, I think I'm going to patent that. Um, that was the time where I was at the sharks and I was the alpha. There was like three other kooky surfers and I was the best one. So I was the alpha kook. And then, uh, so uh, I got to catch uh, the waves that I wanted and I had my seven Oh speed seat. And I got onto a good one, and I was breathing on the wave like I remember, like you know, like compressing and then turning up the face and going, like literally making that sound, (laughs) and then coming down again, and uh, I think I was describing that, and and that really set this listener off, and he wrote cringe. He just ended it with cringe. One star. See ya. So I'm gonna test. Who the real listeners are right now? Yeah, if you made it through that sound effect um, collage, then uh, then you're a real listener. Stoke City, bitch. If you don't like sounds or gaddushian, get the hell out of here. We don't need you. Anyway, I got my ass kicked at the lane royally. And like the tide's kind of coming up and there's that cliff behind me. And I never was in like true jeopardy, but I got exhausted. But if you're going to take the good out of it, and I do, and I have, I handled myself well under pressure. I kept calm. I breathed calmly. When it was time to paddle, you don't panic paddle. I just started, you know, woof, woof, woof. you know, getting out there to the peak. So like I got caught inside because I was not far enough out to the peak. I was just inside of the peak. And then a set wave came and got me. And then another time, you know, I'm here, I need to go for one. And it was maybe the set wave and I started going, but I, I just timed it poorly and it broke like behind me and just cartwheeled me. I mean, a nice cartwheeling too. (laughs) And then four or five, six waves then like you get way out on the outside finally make it out there and then there's so much water moving out there and i don't even know if i'm moving at all And i'm looking at that lighthouse in saint joseph's uh, there's a catholic church you could see from the cliff and i'm like i think i'm kind of like triangulating i'm like i think i'm making my way toward the statue and uh i was gotta have faith though because sometimes you're paddling out there and you feel like you're not moving uh Okay, and then uh, I got crushed on the east side of town uh, two, 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 two or three days later. They ran the eddy over at Waimea Bay, and uh, it was a fun event. I watched some highlights, and I mean, unfathomable waves. Coolest surfing event in all of surf, you know, because it's only ran one every, once every five, six, seven years, 10 years, 20 years, I don't know, when the swell's right, basically. And it's not based on sponsorships or qualifying. It's an invitational. So, I, you know, the, the dude who won it, and I should, better podcaster would look up his name, but he's a local lifeguard. He's a charger, local lifeguard badass. And he's like back to work the next day. And he won the Eddie. But that Eddie swell arrived on the east side of town. I went with uh, another buddy of mine uh, at the Hook. And if you know the Hook, then you'll laugh when I tell you I ended up getting out at the steps at private's. I'm not good enough to get mad. I heard, I heard, um, oh, and I dropped in on a guy again. Fuck. Dropped in on a dude and it was, I apologized immediately. He was very cool about it. Thank God. And uh, just fast waves they their head high. They're coming in hot. And I wanted to get into one so bad. And I've been waiting, waiting. And I got into it and dropped in and it felt good too. And then I was like, oh shit, there's someone right behind me. And uh, anyway, no collision, nothing like that. I kicked out and it was all good. But So I kind of shamed myself down to a spot called Sharks and eventually Privates and then got out at the steps there, walked about a mile and a half back to my car, maybe a mile back to my car, maybe three quarters of a mile back to my car. I don't know. You know, when it's 7, you know, 15 or 30 and it's, you know, 44 degrees and you're barefoot walking on poorly paved roads in Capitola on the way back to the parking lot. You don't really, I don't have a pedometer. I don't know how long that distance was. But what was funny is I went with my uh, my buddy and um, I guess a buddy who remains nameless. And I, thought I, fit, I got to my car and he was not back there yet. So I assumed he was still surfing. But the swell was like, it was the size where it was on. Like once we got out there, we immediately split up. And I could tell it was, it was the pedigree of surfer was better than me for sure. And so I just thought, you know. Oh, he's out there in the mix somewhere. I hope he got something. I hope he got, I hope he's out there. And, uh, no problem. I'll wait for him. I'll dry off. I'll get my heater on. Oh, I wanted that heater on in my car so bad. And as I'm looking out at the railing at the top of the steps, staring out, I hear, uh, Hey, Jeff! And behind me is my buddy. And he, too, had walked from private. So he was about 20 minutes behind me. So, uh... So he also got humbled and I wasn't humbled, like beat down, like I was at the lane, but I was staring at those hook steps and the, the tide wasn't even too high, but I just did not want to go. It was a meat grinder of waves. And I just thought the natural progression is for, to let these things push me down uh, to these um, private steps, which is another break, etc. You know, you don't know all these spots. I, you know, I live here. You don't, maybe you do. If you do, you're telling me to stop talking about the local spots. If you don't, you're just waiting for me to talk about something else. So anyway, that was the Eddie Swell. That was, I wrote it down too. It's eight feet at 18 seconds, west, northwest. So that's a proper, those are proper waves. And as I said, I'm not good enough to get mad. I get mad at myself, I've been doing this a little bit longer. Um, I just thought I would be better at this stage. And I feel like I'm regressing, I do. Uh, but, you know, I heard, uh, Brian Murphy of the Murphy Max show on KNBR, local sports talk radio show talking about golfing, right? And he said he had a horrible round and he like threw his club or he was cussing up a storm, kicked his golf cart, beat his dog. I don't know what he did, but he was screaming on the golf course and this, he was, he was with another, like a scratch golfer. And the guy goes, Hey, Brian, you're not good enough to be mad, dude. Relax. You're not good enough to be mad. Does that make sense? I don't know. It resonated with me because I needed to hear it. I'm not good enough to get too mad. I should be happy that I uh, can hold my breath during a, a, a lane beatdown. I should be happy I got a wave at all. At a you know, head plus high, humming hook where I dropped in on someone. I should be happy that I got my paddle strength going. I should be happy that I have the opportunity to surf, period. And, um, but I want to get better, man. And I still just, ah, I don't know. I'm working on it though. Anyway, I'm not good enough to get mad. Back on, uh, Instagram, I deleted the app. I, uh, I, I, post in ghost as Ryan, my buddy Ryan told me, uh, I never heard that term, but indeed I do. I post in ghost because it is a time. I feel it pull at me. It's like a freaking I don't know. It's like an opiate addiction or something. Excuse me. I got coffee rolling. I'll find myself like opening the app and mindlessly scrolling. And I, I didn't, I, I, I lose myself. I'm not present. I don't even know what I've been doing. I have to put the phone back down. So I get it to post to promote the pod to all 499 of my followers. And then I get out of here. I coast, I, I post and ghost, yo. President uh, Joseph, I don't know what Joseph Biden's middle name, but President Joe Biden was here surveying a lot of rain damage. And, um, that was kind of cool. He came with uh, Gavin Newsom. I don't care how you feel about Newsom or old or old Joe. Not, you know, whatever. I could say plenty of stuff about both of them, but got to respect the office, in my opinion. It was cool that Santa Cruz is getting some attention uh, for the damage, for the shitty infrastructure, for uh, all the work that is going to be need to be done to help repair this town. It, I mean, true rain carnage occurred in Santa Cruz and Capitola. And if, if you want to donate to my podcast, and I appreciate that, don't do it. I'd, I'd rather you donate to, um, Community Foundation of Santa Cruz, which is, uh, cfscc.org. Um, they have a fund for flood relief, uh, and the fund, let's see, verbatim from the site. It's been activated to support local nonprofits responding to the atmospheric river storm and the flooding of January 2023. So you want to throw a couple bucks to the pod. Um, Instead, I'd, I'd prefer you throw it to Santa Cruz County. Or if you want to get down here and pick some trash up or move some sticks, some driftwood, a lot of wood on the beaches, that'd be helpful too. So anyway, yeah, Biden was here. He was down at Capitola and there were snipers on the roof. And uh I think he, he was looking at a restaurant called Zelda's, which was demolished and you know, he uh he doesn't have the most gravitas as a world leader, but when he gave his little speech, I showed it to Joe and Daniel on the phone and they thought it was they thought it was pretty cool, and I did too. So anyway, President Biden came to visit. I think he listens to the pod too. And then uh Zabi or Shabi. Shabi, my man, Shabi. Shabi uh let's see. What can I say about Shabby? Shabby donated to cfsc.org. Shabby's up in the Bay Area up the peninsula. You heard about this ChatGPT? Check out Chat ChatGPT. It's all over the news. It's basically artificial intelligence um and the website is indeed chatgpt and uh it's it's kind of interesting. It's writing speeches for people. It's it's AI and it's really user-friendly and people are pretty amazed at some of the responses that it's kicking out. And my man, uh, Shabby sent me, uh, one of the questions he, he made an account with it. I was going to make an account with it. And then I, I don't know, I didn't want to give it my email address, but he asked, what is, which is the best surfboard size and shape for a one board quiver? Let's what chat J- chat GPT had to say. A one board quiver refers to a surfboard that can be used in a variety of conditions and waves rather than having multiple boards for different types of wave. The best size and shape of one board quiver of a one board quiver will depend on the individual surfer skill level, wave preferences, and physical characteristics. Of course, right? A general rule of thumb for a one board quiver is to choose a board that is around two to four inches longer than the height of the surfer and that has a moderate amount of rocker and volume. A board with a little more volume and a rounder, more parallel outline will be more forgiving and easier to catch waves, while a board with a flatter rocker and more pulled and tail will be more performance oriented and better suited for more powerful waves. I don't know about that. I don't think a flatter rocker is more suited for more powerful waves. I think that's I think that's bullshit, chap GPT. A mid-length surfboard, around six eight to seven eight. Will make you think you're getting better at surfing, but you're not. No, uh, will be a versatile choice for an intermediate surfer who wants to ride a variety of waves from small to medium size. A fish-shaped board, step up from a short board, can also be a good option for a one-board quiver. A step, a fish-shaped board, a step up from a short board. Yeah. See, ChatGPT, it's, it's. I'm impressed with this answer, but it's incorrect because it's not a step up from a short board. Whatever that's supposed to mean, I guess. It does have a wide nose and a tail, and has more. It's more buoyant, and it makes easy. It uh, makes makes it easy to catch waves. Anyway, uh, Shabby sent that to me. I found that kind of interesting. Um, speaking of mid lengths, like Scott Bass posted. Uh, you hear Scott Bass on uh, the Spit podcast with David Lee Scales. He's you know during some time during this swell, he posted some pictures of himself on a, uh, a couple mid lengths. Actually, uh, seven two Steve Coletta speed egg like in like proper surf, you know? And then a 610 uh, Saquel Sabre, which is a twin fin. Uh, look those boards up. They're just, it's so fun to look at. They're really pretty shapes. There's something about like, some about an egg or a speed egg or a mid-length, like a really like pointy one that's sleek. It just looks, I don't know, maybe I, I saw, that was my image of surfing as a kid or something, but it just looks like what surfing should look like. And surfing on one, and seeing good surfing on one looks like what surfing should look like. Anyway, you know, why am I not sticking solely with my seven zero speed seed, right? But, you know, how much thought am I going to put into all these damn boards? I'm like, I'm looking forward to the 6.2 twin pin. I'm telling myself I need to longboard more. That eight zero egg, you know, I'm taking that out. Because it's, I guess it's easy, my seven o speed seat. I let my buddy Craig borrow it. He's had it for three months. I miss it. I haven't surfed it in three months. I want to give it a shot again. I got this MR twin fin. You know, when do I surf these all these boards and how and why? I got this quirky 7.6. I surfed it. I had a great time on it. I'm, dude, I'm totally, it's total paralysis by analysis. I'm not kidding you. I'm a 41-year-old man with a mortgage and uh, two kids and a wife. And, and I'm thinking about this shit. And uh, it's embarrassing. But I like to show it. I like to share it with you. Surfers, oh, here's a pod that is, uh, here's a, here's something cool. The Grit. Two, they did their 200th episode a couple of weeks ago. They're at 201 now, but uh, Chad Smith and David Lee Scales, I'm a fan of the show. And, you know, they gave advice on potting and its consistency. That's what I'm aiming for here. You notice the frequency picks up. That's cool. I want to do one, you know, maybe once a week. Maybe, you know, if I'm not feeling it, you know, skip a week, but I think consistency is key. I've, I've heard that. Also, just showing up. That's what I did when I started this. I'm still recording into my phone. I don't even have the AirPod Pros on. I have the, just the, the old school you know iPhone microphone that I plug into my phone. I recommend you just show up. You want to do it? Just start. Twisted Wave is the app I downloaded. Um, granted, there's some post-production. I sent it down to the great Adam Montiel. He makes it sound nice. He adds uh, some reggae horns and music. But uh it doesn't take much. you just gotta show up, same goes for sales and a lot of life um showing up's the hardest part in many cases, just like I showed up in my office right now, you know at six thirty three now on a on a Friday morning with a coffee breath and uh mopped one of these babies out for you uh, you got a a good pod they were saying too matches the tone, the voice with the tone like and I agree with 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 the grit it's authentic, and it like is what it is it's not. Um. Just, I, I just, Chad Smith is an authentic dude, and, and David Lee Scales <clears throat> seems authentic, and is searching for the truth in, in 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 topics that are discussed on the show. And you know, if I could, if I could pat myself on the back, this show, for all of its flaws, is authentic too. Like, I'm not core. I'm not a surf insider. I'm a, I'm also an adult learner, but I'm not a douchebag about it. I know etiquette's important. I know putting in time's important. You know, and learning to stand up and, and just go down the, the wave isn't, isn't enough to call yourself a surfer. Like, um, it's, it's a universe. It's, it's a mindset. It's a way of life. I had no idea. You know how I know it's true? And because it chose me. I did not choose it. Ha! How do you like that? Anyway, I'm not pretending to be a, a Val that thinks about surfing all the time. Believe me, I'm authentic. <laughs> but I, I do think that resonates, and uh, I've heard as much. And, uh, and anyway, the 200th episode of The Grit, one of my favorite pods. Listen to it. Stay up on that. Also, I just got into a Surfer's Journal Presents Soundings with Jamie Brissick. Jamie Brissick's a writer, surf writer. He's also, I think he covers other topics as well. He had a good one, uh, Paz Lenchantin. She was born in Spain. She's a bassist for the Pixies, not the original basis for the Pixies, because you know, you know uh, Kim Deal, right? All my Pixie fans out there, I love the freaking Pixies, but she's cool as shit, and she longboards, she's got a nine o, 0 Gato Horoi, and uh, I don't know, she it, it just had a nice talk with her about music and surfing, and she said something that was, that was kind of pretty, she said, um, you know, the wave, think about what a wave is, and it travels thousands of miles, and we are on it for its last breath. And I thought that was kind of cool. And a nice, mm, I don't know, nice big picture perspective on things, you know? While I'm thinking about surfing my lost V3 rocket with medium or large honeycomb future, you know, fins. This, 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 there's waves out here breathing their last breath. Take a minute and uh, respect them. You know what I mean? Who cares a shit about your Machado seaside? There's waves dying out here, and people are riding them at the same time. and in my case, there was a wave that died and took me out with it many times at the lane. Anyway, check that uh, pod out too. Surface journal presents soundings with Jamie Brissick. So uh anyway, minimalism, I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about doing something drastic to my surfboard quiver. Sometimes life is easier when you have fewer choices, really? I'm not kidding. Anyway, what do I do? I got my Nose Rider. I got an eight o Egg. I got a 7.6 Longfish. I got a Speed Sea, you know, uh, a Juno, very pretty seven o Speed Egg. I got a, and my MR, Cali Twin 6.2. It's an oversized fish. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think, I think I'm surfing it. It's too big for the way it's supposed to be surfed, the board that is. Got the 6 2. Ryan's doing something fancy with the glassing too on this twin pin. I'm pumped for that. Keep ordering boards. I gotta shut up and just surf them more. So I think I might try to get out today. And uh, I'll keep you posted on how things go. I got uh, Michelle's, you know, coming up on the next pod. I told you we're gonna keep coming at you. Hey, thank you for joining me. And uh, I wish you the best. And uh, be good to one another. I hear if you're kind, if you go out of your way to be kind, it kicks up the serotonin level in your head. And it makes you feel, makes you feel better. And believe me, I need it because uh, this rain got me down, but now the sun's out and, um, and I'm going to be nice to my dog today. I love you for listening. God bless you. This is the Midlife Surfer podcast. Peace. And I'm on the block. I'm what proud of Alpha, alpha Cook. I think I'm gonna pat that. I'm a Val. Yeah, Val. 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 I feel like if you're not getting a what negative what? review, what? you're not. You're not. doing it right. What? You're I not doing my it my right. Alpha running, running, Cook. If you don't like sounds or kudushin, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. We don't need you.